Hey, 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 travelpreneurs, how are you? I hope you're doing well. Uh, as for me, it has been crazy busy around here business-wise, but I'm not complaining, you know why? And you may have seen some of my Instagram posts uh, surrounding seasons of transition, talking about change and growth. And this is something, transition, change, growth, that I wish uh, on all of you. I wish that all of us uh, go through seasons, different seasons, multiple seasons of transition, because once you're changing, it shows that you are making decisions that are moving your businesses forward. And I wish that upon all of us and upon you, my dear Chabopunar, I really hope so. Now, as for this episode of the Hey Chabopunar podcast, I am speaking with Corrine Johnson. Many of you may have seen me or heard me collaborate with Corrine on a few things, and this is one of them. And in this episode, I'm super excited to talk with Corrine about organization, especially when it comes to your email marketing. And then we're going to talk about some core pillar themes, basically, that are going to help you organize your ideas into different categories, into different types of content, and so much more. Now, at the time of this recording, we were going through a program called the Client Attraction Challenge. That challenge has since ended as of today, as, as of when you're listening to this, but it does not mean that you can't get your hands on this challenge. And what with this challenge, what we do is uh, with other travel entrepreneurs like ourselves, we walk you through some basics. So when you're taking the challenge, you're going to you're going to figure out how to nail your niche or to kind of uh, make your niche better or more comfortable to you. We're also going to talk about setting goals. Then we dive into social media marketing, creating a great social media plan, and then we tackle your email marketing strategy. And then we close it out with taking you through your client booking journey or your client booking experience. What does that look like for you? And then we eventually talk about retaining your clients. So if you want to get your hands or you want to join this challenge, if you haven't already done so, either send me an email to Nicole at S by global.com or you can just find me on instagram nicole s barrett that's nicole s is in sam barrett on instagram and i'll be happy to um, hopefully you'll send me a dm and i'll be happy to give you the give you the details and how you can get into this client attraction challenge and one last thing before i close out after this episode of the podcast with Corrine, there will be another episode where I have a big announcement about the future of this podcast that I cannot wait to share with you. So once you've listened to this, if this one comes immediately after, which it may because I'm recording this in a couple days after this, this uh, episode goes out. So hopefully you will join me in listening to that and then, and then getting to know what this big surprise is. All right. With that being said, thank you so much for listening uh, to this podcast. Please drop me a review if and when you can. I would really appreciate it. Now let's get on with my conversation with Kareen Johnson. Welcome to the Hey Travelpreneur podcast, your go-to for real-world travel marketing tips and strategies to help you create the thriving travel business you've dreamed of. And now your host, Nicole Barrett. Hey, Corinne. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm doing great today. Up and at it early. Oh, fantastic. So viewers can't really see you. I mean, listeners can't see you, but I can see you and you look like you're having a great day. You look gorgeous. <laughs> I did that intentionally. I made sure I, I like to practice alignment before action. 
And especially today, as you know, I have a real busy day. I'm putting on a live challenge this afternoon. So I was like, you need to do your morning routine. So I meditated. I stretched. Nice. Gather, put on a kimono and some earrings, red lipstick. Good to go. Good to go. Meanwhile, my day in the challenge was yesterday. So I'm looking at today as my day off. So I am not as dressed up as you, but I am like thinking, okay, you know, house dress kind of situation today. And yet you still look adorable. So thank you. (laughs) This is not exactly a house dress, but hey, still fantastic. Well, I'm so happy to have you here. Um, We, for the past, and I'll give you a chance to introduce yourself, but I just want to say for the past uh, few weeks, we've been spending quite a bit of time together. And we both said, listen, we need to do a podcast episode together because we've come to the realization that in this world of travel marketing and, and marketing for travel agents, there is so much to, uh, to learn and to put together. And we've combined forces with a few other ladies on, on, on different topics that we're going to go through. Some of them we're going to talk about today, but I just want to say that I have loved spending time with you. For the past few weeks. Loved it. I'm loving every minute of it. I could not be more grateful. I'm already like planning to try to get my stories today and not get misty about how grateful I am to be working with this new squad of ladies. Uh, <laughs> how much I'm learning and like I just can't even fully describe how good every single thing we're doing feels. Yeah. Feels, looks, sounds. I'm loving it. I am having a little girl crush over here. So, <laughs> so okay. So let's tell the people who I'm crushing on. Who are you, Corinne? <laughs> so I'm Corinne Johnson. I'm, I've been a travel advisor for about 13 years, and I co-own Journey's Travel Company. I have a wonderful business partner. We have a team of eight advisors. Um, and then last year, I launched Travel Biz Boss because I found that I was doing a lot of mentoring and I realized that I really get a lot of energy from helping other travel advisors get to the next level. I've been very successful, which I'm so grateful for, and I really love helping other people do the same thing. It just feels amazing. And so now with the pandemic, it's really given me a chance to to double down on that because I've got the time and I'm just loving it. Oh, love that. Love that. And um, one of the reasons that we wanted to do a podcast episode together is, you know, speaking of all the things that you've had time to do over the past few months and all the successes you've had in your, in your niche, which we're going to tell people about, you've also been, been helping me uh, for the most part. <laughs> I <laughs> I still slip on occasion because we're going to be talking about um, organization when it comes to your email marketing, but I'm not sure if we get a chance, we're going to be touching on um, how travel agents can, with organization, get their clients through a really awesome booking experience, right? So you've been helping me with organization in terms of, you know, just taking all the paper off my desk right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. And it's so funny. So listeners, you should know that Corinne and I had talking points, which she had sent to me and I had printed out. And so I come to this podcast recording episode recording and I'm sitting here, my like, Corinne, uh, that list you sent me, I lost it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> which I did. And she looked at me like, seriously, that is why you need to go completely digital. <laughs> well, and it's funny because it's becoming pretty much weekly. I'm getting tagged in posts by advisors who are saying, I, I'm thinking about Kareen right now as I'm searching for this note I lost or as I'm trying to get all of them, my notes together from my desk. It's like I'm popping into people's heads, which I love. Yes. Um, because I love pen and paper too. I love it. There's something right. about it. I think if you're journaling or something like that, that's the way to go. You have the connection. You have the connection. But well, when you're writing down important pieces of information, in this day and age, there's so many tools that you can access it from anywhere. And mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, when I started this business, I had a notebook. I mean, I must have gone through hundreds of notebooks. Yeah. You know, whatever, for however many weeks I had that notebook. And I would have told you, you can rip this notebook from my dead cold fingers. <laughs> Until I left for a trip and I forgot my notebook. Oh, no. And I was lost. I, I had a very stressful situation and I didn't have my notes. Yes. And when I got back, I was like, that's it. I'm forcing myself to go digital. I took all the pens and paper off my desk. It was very frustrating at first, but I think within a week I was zooming through. You were done. Any note I make, I can, I can get that note from anywhere, any phone, any computer. I can find my notes. That, that is brilliant. I mean, I, when I do see the pink sticky notes on my desk, I do think of you. I really do. And I said, <laughs> uh, Karen would not love this at all. Um, you know, <laughs> I think uh, in other ways, um, you know, for example, I think I explained to you that my uh, calendar, I'm completely digital with my calendar, uh, but I still love a good notebook, right? And I'm still trying, and I do use other apps, which I, we may touch on, like, you know, Evernote and the notes section of my phone and stuff like that. But, you know, like you said, uh, the notebook situation, it's just that feeling of having something in your hand, right? But, you know, before we go, sorry? I said, I get it. You get it. You get mm -hmm. it. Before we go um, deep into, into all of this, let's talk about how you help travel pros with their organization efforts. So uh, what does that look like uh, for you and for them? Okay. So one of the, well, actually the only actual program I'm offering right now, I do take mentors or mentees or mm -hmm. people um, <laughs> case by case basis, but really I have what's called the systems audit and refresh. Yes. Which is where, I go through the process of finding out exactly what a travel advisor systems are in the moment. What are the challenge, excuse me, challenges mm -hmm. and what can we do to fix those challenges? And some people don't have enough systems at all or any system. And some people right. have too many systems and we have to really work on your spreading or yourself too thin. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really a series of phone calls. And then I put together my recommendations and then we go through those recommendations. Sometimes there's screen shares. I give tool recommendations, but it's just basically like an audit right. of the processes. Okay. Um, and then my number, number one productivity tool is email templates. I think mm -hmm. you should be reading your content over and over and over. And so the other thing that I offer on my site is um, template bundles for the people right. that don't want to take the time to write them all out themselves. And then I try to help teach people how to use them, where to put them, depending on the system they're using. Mm -hmm. You can do some automations. Obviously, that's huge. So like my favorite hashtag for my business is organize, automate, dominate. 
Oh, organize, automate, dominate. I yeah. love it. Love it. So let's let's take to email marketing for a quick second here. So, yeah. you know, email marketing is, um, you know, as beautiful as it is, it does take time and effort. And sometimes when you're going through the process or even myself going through the process, you know, you're looking at all, you know, the, the entire list and we talk about segmentation, right? And we talk about making sure you're organized and in, in this and that. It does take a little bit of organization to be completely effective, right? right? To be as effective as you want to be, especially when it comes to segmenting your list. And, and for those of you who don't know what that is, so let's say, you know, your niche is uh, romance travel, but romance travel could be Caribbean romance, right? Europe romance, uh, river cruising romance, all different types of romance travels. And you definitely have the people who are Europe travelers, right? And they do romance travel. And so you kind of want to segment your list occasionally to be able to send different emails to different people. So you want, you know, um, you know, a, a segment for Caribbean, for Europe, for river cruising, because what that does, and I, I explained it yesterday in the Facebook Live, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, is that, you know, uh, and I get, I guess the best description for this, and I'm going to, you know, leave romance travel a little bit. I'm going to go to family travel now, right? So let's say I'm a family traveler and I'm on your list, right? And, you know, for the next 18 years, I have four kids. I mean, I don't, but let's say I do. <laughs> I'm doing nothing but family travel for the next 18 years, right? That's what we're budgeted for. And then I keep getting these romance emails from you about these nice river cruises going down, you know, you know, go, you know going down the, I, I'm trying to think of a river now, you know, the, 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 you know, I forget it going down i don't know the some they thank you the danube right or some nice picturesque photos of porto in portugal right and yeah. uh, you know and then you're sending me romance travel of the caribbean right and 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 personally what you're doing is you're training me to not open your emails right right because i don't want to see that so segmentation is key and it takes time to segment so um what would you tell someone, uh, Karen? How, how how would you uh, walk someone through this type of email organization? Well, I have to say that uh, using these email systems is not my strongest suit, and I'm mm-hmm. going to give you my really honest opinion about how you should do it if you're not good at that. Right. And that is hire someone. No, that's else. a good point. That's that's a good point. I think a lot of people don't realize that you can hire a virtual assistant on a project by project basis. You do not Mm -hmm. have to make a long-term commitment. You can get help and you might be looking at that as an expense, but first of all, time is money and time is money. Get sucked down the drain. If you don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. So time is money. Also the quicker you get your marketing targeted, the more money you're going to make faster. So this is not an expense. It is an investment. It will pay off. If it's not your strong suit and you can hire someone for a project to get it done and out of your life and you're, and you're going, and then you can hire them occasionally to come back and refine. That's how I would do it. Yeah. Since that's not my strong suit market. No, that's fine. I I completely agree. I completely agree. Uh, and, and going back to talking about time is money. When I look at the little stuff, you know, the little admin things that I need to do that I could easily give off to someone else. I say, you know what? Um, how long is it going to take me? And if someone were to hire me, how much do I charge per hour? 
Exactly. Right. And I say, you know what, it's this amount per hour and this is taking me two hours and I could easily pay a VA um, a small amount of money to get that done. And then I can take those two hours and work on big picture stuff for my business, right? right? Stuff that's going to move my business forward. So that is how I tend to look at it when it, when it comes out. However, there is something to be said about making sure you know how it works first, right? Yeah. So, you know, before I hand something off to someone, I go in and I do spend some time uh, figuring out how it works, doing a couple run-throughs for myself because I don't want to be blindsided and I don't want when I give someone a task to do, I can't explain to them exactly what I need, right? Sure. Right. So, um, but I agree. I agree. Let's shift a little bit and talk about, because I just mentioned, you know, big picture stuff, like working on your business and not always in your business, right? Right. Uh, and we've been talking over the past few weeks about uh, brainstorming and brain dumping and putting ideas out there, right? You're getting excited. They can't see you, but you're shaking your head and you're smiling. <laughs> and <laughs> I think this is where you light up. This is, yeah. this is where you light up. Right? Yes, yeah. So the big stuff. Like, can I tell you, I try to, uh, it's been a busy past few weeks at the time of this recording, but I do try to set aside at least one day where I am working on big picture stuff, yeah. right? And that's where I'm either, I have a notebook or I have a, a, a whiteboard, right? And then I put it in something digitally occasionally, right? But I get the notebook and I get the whiteboard and I just kind of uh, brain dump. So let's walk through your best tips for having a brainstorming session. Well, first of all, you need to schedule it with Mm -hmm. yourself, make an appointment with yourself, put it on your calendar, whether it's just brain dumping and and brainstorming, or it's, this is the time I'm working on my business. Some people choose a whole day, but even if you started with a two hour block, Mm -hmm. if you just say, Oh, I'll just wait until I have a minute and then I'll start working on this stuff. It's never going to happen. Right. So make that appointment with yourself to do that. To do that. um, I actually recommend if you can every evening or at least at the end of your work day, do a short brain dump, set a timer for 10 minutes. And a timer Mm -hmm. is another great tool because when you set a timer, you're giving yourself permission for that amount of time to focus on what you want to focus on. Set a timer for 10 minutes and just dump what's in your brain out. Number one is so that you don't forget these wonderful ideas that are floating through your head. And number two, it's so that you can rest better when you're done. You're calling it a day. You're either calling it a work day or you're going to sleep. You know, you've recorded your ideas. You can relax now and let go. Right. Love it. Great way to, to make the transition from work to relax. I love it. And Um, uh, go ahead. Oh, So if you can do that nightly, that's helpful. But then you do want to just have bigger brainstorming sessions where maybe you have a theme in mind. But the most important thing, which we talked about um, in our live last week, is you need to know yourself. When are the times that you generally have your bright Mm -hmm. ideas? For me, it's as I'm falling asleep and immediately upon waking. Right. And have whatever tool you're going to use nearby during those times. Right. I like a phone. My phone is always with me. I have several different methods on my phone that I can record things. And worst case scenario, I just email myself. 
And don't forget about voice to text. Use that microphone, put it in your notes, email yourself with voice to text, whatever. whatever you, if you don't want to open your eyes yet, tell Siri, email myself. <laughs> you know, just say it. But we talked about this. Literally in two minutes, that idea could be gone if you don't record yes. it. Because yes. you start thinking about the next thing. So have a system in place to capture your ideas as they pop up and think about when is that time? When am I having all my bright ideas to make sure that you have a system in place to catch them? <laughs> Last <laughs> week, you and I talked about where I always have my bright ideas and it's always in the shower. Like folks, you know, listeners, let me know if this is you. Drop me a line. It's always in the shower, right? And I have the most brilliant ideas. And then by the time I get out the shower, it's gone. And, you know, I try to create a little mantra because, you know, I will have like maybe three or four ideas come to me back to back. And I try to create a little mantra to, rem to remember them all, you know, it's, it's, it's so silly. And then when you and I talked, you said, well, you know, bring your phone with you in the bathroom and make sure you turn it upwards so you can say, hey, Siri, right? So Siri can hear you. And well, you can put a little Alexa or Google, so you know, those little minis in your bathroom. Yeah, right? put a little Alexa in the bathroom and say, hey, Alexa. I mean, my Alexa's going to go off now. Well, yep, she yeah, did. I know. That's why I was being careful about Siri. <laughs> my Alexa just went off. It's okay, Alexa. It's fine. It's all good. Um, yes, and, you know, I've been doing that. Now, granted, I haven't had any big ideas since I started doing that. But it's nice to know. <laughs> it's nice to know. Yeah that I have the option. And let me tell you, um, it is super important when you get those ideas to write them down because that's where clarity lives, right? Yep. Those are the type of things that are going to help to move your business forward. And you know, one tip I have and something that I do talking about knowing thyself is that when I'm doing the brainstorming, I can't be anywhere in my, in near my office. That's just me. Yep. I can't look at the, the other stuff that's there to do. I can't. I can't look at the never-ending to-do list. I have. Yeah, it's distracting. I have to um, now, you know, in, during this current atmosphere that we're in, we're in with the pandemic, I will go into the backyard or I'll go into the front yard or I'll go into my car or I'll go for a drive, you know, I'll go for a drive yeah. and I'll just write it down. But I need to get away, um, you know, uh, you know, on, during regular uh, seasons, if that's what we're going to call it, pre-pandemic, right? Um, it, there was a lot of travel time. So I was away from the office or I'd go to a Starbucks or I'd go to a co-working space. There was always somewhere. Yep. Yeah. And you're so right. That is where the clarity happens. That's when the epiphanies come in. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, you need to have the system in place for capturing whether it's in the shower or in bed, but you also need, just like Nikita said, to know yourself well enough to know for those bigger sessions, mm -hmm. where is the best place for you? And I'm, I'm the same. And I also can't do trainings or webinars at my desk because uh, I won't focus. Yes. So I actually have, I have an adjustable bed. <laughs> so when I need to do a webinar, I'll get in there, I'll lift my back up, I'll put my feet up a little, I'll have my little lap desk and my, um, I have a smaller laptop and that's where I do them. I use that time to relax and yes. focus on that. But if I try to do it at my desk, no way I'm checking. You're going to be doing everything else. Yeah. yeah. Know thyself and limit all the distractions. Okay. 
like, all right, perfect. I absolutely, absolutely love that. So now that we know that we need to be more organized, now that we know that these are the type of things that are, that are going to propel our business forward, including the brainstorming session, including getting those bright ideas, working on that magic, right? Having our segmentations, having, um, creating different, you know, templates, email templates for different situations. Um, actually, why don't you, uh, real quick, uh, before, cause I was going to go on to, um, core pillar themes before we go on to that. Can you just give a, what are two or three different email templates that you can recommend So you say have a template for this situation. So a template for client onboarding or a template for introduction. Can you give us a few? Okay. So I have a lot of my templates are during like between the booking and the departure mm-hmm. and, and upon return. But I do have recommendations in terms of like, if you're creating a welcome sequence, um, a big one is best practices for working with you. Okay. If you teach a client how to best work with you, then their expectations are always going to be met, right? Right, So if you right. say, and I'm not saying this is how you have to be, and I'm definitely way too available, but I know travel advisors that are like, I do, we communicate by email or scheduled phone calls. In other words, they're telling them, don't just pick up the phone and call me because I'm not going to answer, which may right. sound appalling. Mm-hmm. But it can, if that's your thing, it can absolutely work with you if you let the client know this is how it works. This is how you can communicate. I do tell my clients, and even on my voicemail, that the fastest way to reach me is by email to right. encourage that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but any best practices for working with you so that they know how to proceed, how can they reach you in case of an emergency? You know, you're kind of, you're letting them know exactly what to do moving forward and people love that right and remember to always especially when you're kind of laying out the rules like that you need to inject your personality your friendliness use humor you know make sure it doesn't feel like this is how it works works you know like right you're still you're down (laughs) yeah you're still carrying over the whole connection thing which we have been preaching and preaching these past few weeks uh by the way at the time of this recording we are in the middle of a challenge right of a client attraction challenge uh for the folks that are already in it so good to have you if you want to know how you can get access to the challenge and the videos uh, where we are keeping it up until the end of august we are recording this in august um and if for any reason you're listening to this podcast after that time please let us know email myself or corinne and we'll have and we'll have our instagram details too in the show notes so you can reach out to any one of us in the dms we love the dms um and we'll give you access to i will let you know how you can have access to these videos but we have been in this challenge talking about uh, authenticity and connection and being connect, being able to connect with your clients through all phases, right? So, uh, you know, we have Kate talking about niching down, uh, Kate Thomas from Travel Pro Theory talking about niching down and how to create connection uh, by niching down as well and setting goals. We had Nikita talk about connection uh, Nikita Brown, I keep forgetting, Nikita Brown from Travel Agent Collective. I keep forgetting last names. I'm like, yeah, Nikita, Kate, yep, they're my friend. 
<laughs> right. Nikita Brown from Travel Agent Collective talking about social media connection, right? Um, well, social media, but in general, but also how to create connection in social media. I did um, a piece on your email marketing strategy and how you should be able to connect in that period from the moment you put yourself out there to your introduction email to all of that connection is key. But we often forget that once the client is on board, you still need to create that connection. And that's what you're going to be talking about in the last day of the challenge, which is today, you're going to be talking about uh, your client booking experience. What, what What is their journey and how you can also create connection there. So, I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, this email that you're putting out there talking about your hours and how you work and how to work with me. I love that you're saying you still need to create connection in that email too. Every piece of every touch point needs to create connection. Right. Right. Love it. And when you're giving them the honest truth about how you work and how best to work together, that is building trust. Mm -hmm. Again, you be charming about it. Charming about it. Charming about it. All right. So which now leads us into the core pillar theme. So once you're on this process, you're creating connection, you have the different, you know, buckets of what you need to do. Let's talk about uh, creating uh, core pillar themes. How do, what are your suggestions for that? Okay. And actually our conversation a couple minutes ago uh, gave me another light bulb. So Mm -hmm. You need a place to brain dump your ideas for your emails, whether it's your welcome sequence, your nurture sequence, or your monthly emails or weekly emails or whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. to maintain your relationships. You need a place to dump all of your ideas for that. Topics, just anything you can think of that you might be able to use. I'm constantly emailing myself like, this is a travel tip. This is a whatever. Well, you need to create some categories. And I was thinking the other day more in terms of like, One category is a travel tip. One is advisories or keeping the client informed. One would be a personal connection, which you definitely need to be sharing yourself with your client in these emails. You think they don't care that you're baking bread every weekend, but they do. They do. Uh, (laughs) And especially if it's sourdough bread. Right. But now (laughs) just reminded me that you need to also put in your core pillars, romance travel family travel. Yes. The reason I say create these pillars is I'm usually talking about something like a tool like Trello, which is what I use. Mm -hmm. So you can create all these different columns. My first column is always brain dump. That's where I put every single idea. Yeah. But then I'll make a column for each pillar. So each theme, each category of content next to that. So that as you know, once a week or so, I'll go in and whatever I dumped in there, I'll just drag and drop it to the appropriate category. Right. And that way, all my ideas are organized and it could not be easier. So as long as you dump it in somewhere, of course, this being digital makes it a lot easier, but you could do it on paper. You could just dump out all your ideas and then create separate lists. You know, I like to call it a master list and then you break it down into smaller lists, but um, it's really easy if you use something like Trello or even... And we should explain what Trello, Trello is. Yeah. I'm sorry. We should explain, explain what Trello is to folks. Oh, to yeah. Post. So, so go ahead. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Trello is... <laughs> they have a paid version, but I use the free version. It's just a project management. Um, it's an app on your phone, but you can also use it on your desktop. 
It could not be easier to use. It runs my life. I have meal plan in there. I have all the stuff for running my household in there. I have travel <laughs> plans in there. Another travel advisor who's really good at it told me she planned a, a memorial service in there. Oh, wow. About anything, but for brainstorming, I love it because again, yes. you can create the different columns so you can have a master list mm -hmm. and then you can have all your categories so you can separate everything and it's as simple as a drag and drop. And, and that's one of the things I love about Trello. There are two main things I love about Trello. The fact that it's a drag and drop. So if, you, if you've never used Trello, um, picture just you know, rows of or columns of sticky notes. So they're yeah. basically like sticky <laughs> notes, right? Love you. Notes. Yes. And I love my stick. You know, I love my sticky notes. I planned my whole membership and course on sticky notes on my wall. Love it. Love it. And I just move them around accordingly. Right. But so Trello is very similar to that is you just, um, it's like sticky notes. So you can just, you, you type on it and then you can move it around where it needs to go. You can put a heading and the, the second, order. yeah, the order, everything. And the second thing I love about it is that it has reminders. So you can set reminders on to say, okay, I need to email this client. You can set a reminder and it pops up on, there's an app as well, pops up on your computer, pops up on your phone. And I think you can even set it to email yourself when you need, when you need a reminder for something. Oh, and yeah. If, yeah, if you have a team and you're assigning work to someone on your team or your VA, um, it, it can remind them as well, which is good. You can invite people in to work on this one sticky note with you. And that people can make comments that you yes. can all read when you're collaborating. You can put all these colorful labels on things, mm -hmm. which I love. Oh, it yeah. you can, Yeah, the cool. color coding is awesome, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Just like sticky awesome. notes, right? So yeah, color sticky notes here you can label. I use it um, even for onboarding new advisors to our team. I mm -hmm. standardize my whole process. And when I have, when I'm working with a new advisor or a, a VA, I'll create a board for them and I'll do to do, doing, and done. So I load up the to-do list and they move it either to do or done. And so I always know where things are in the process. I can just take one look and see what's, what's, what's going on. What's done. Love it. Love it. And so Trello can help us too uh, with the different uh, core pillar themes, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, I think we're talking, I think we got sidetracked a little bit because we got Sorry. so excited about Trello. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? We got so sidetracked about a, a organization. Organization. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're talking about um, the core pillar themes and organizing your ideas into those categories. Okay. Can just a couple more tips, if you don't mind, um, on how people can do that. Okay, so the main thing is that you need to, of course, identify your content pillars. That will evolve over time, obviously. You may remove some, you may add some. So think in terms of, like, for your regular emails, what are the main themes? Are you going to do a tip, important information, and a personal connection? That's how mine roll usually, and I do like to include uh, several pictures of my, my life because that's what people love, and especially me traveling. So like maybe your, your newsletter or whatever you want to call it has three pillars or four pillars, so have that set up. Yeah. And then, as we said, when you're thinking about segmenting, what are the – your business is going to not have all of the segments, all of the types of travel. What are the ones you focus on, if romance versus family, whatever? 
then you also want to organize your ideas based on those things so that when it's time to write an email targeted to that segment, you have your emails, your ideas all ready to go that you can build upon. And don't forget that every social media post that you post, if you write blog posts, those things can be turned into emails. You should be repurposing that content everywhere. Yes, I agree. I could not agree with you more. Repurposing, um, you know, a couple of things. You know, I'm sometimes asked, do you post the same thing on Facebook and Instagram? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. And I, yeah. And, you know, to kind of switch it up a little bit, if I post something on Instagram and I thought, and I, and I think, well, you know, I need to post this on Facebook, I will just post the same caption, maybe tweak it a little bit to match Facebook because, you know, you can put links in Facebook, you know, for example, but I'll change the photo, right? Uh, Just to kind of freshen it up a little bit. And I'll also take some of that uh, content, and if it's you know if it's if it's valuable enough to put it in an email, I'll do that too. I'll even take emails that I've sent out and repurpose those and put you know into great social media posts. So repurposing right. is key. You know, I, I mentioned in the challenge yesterday. One of the things I like to say is like, get over yourself. You know, people always say, but people, what if they see it before? Get over yourself, okay? Because let me tell you, not everyone will see what you put out there, right? Only yeah. a small percentage of people will see something that you put on Instagram or on Facebook. So there's that. And secondly, people are busy, right? So I may be reading something and my son walks in the door and I have to tend to him. So I I put my phone down. So I did not get to read your stuff, right? And another reason is that you get hopefully new followers all the time. So you want those new followers to see what you have going on. And you know, everyone needs to be reminded. Everyone needs to be reminded. And even if I may have read through what you put out there, I may not have gotten a chance to action it. Yeah, they don't care right. if they see it two or three times. If you have a social media post and then right. you write more about that, you're going to expand on that in an email, right? The social media mm-hmm. post is just a bite. Right. So it's totally okay to send an email with a whole lot more in-depth information about that same mm-hmm. thing. Absolutely. And, and I just want to say that if you if you are good about getting regular emails out and you are telling yourself I should be blogging, use those emails at your blog post. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Don't overthink it. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just blog post is generally just for SEO purposes, right? You want some mm-hmm. long form content, you want to keep changing it. So you just take that email, tweak it a tiny bit and slap it in your blog, and now you can increase your SEO. But you don't need to come up with completely different content for every platform by any means. Any means. People and need to be reminded several things about, <laughs> about I do. I need to be reminded. I may not have actioned what you put out there. So if I see it pop up again, I'm going, oh, thank God it's, it's here again, because now I remember I may be in a better place to, one, either action it, or two, save it, or three, my favorite thing, screenshot it. <laughs> Yeah, me too. That's another great way to store ideas. Anytime I see someone else's um, social media post, I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. 
Put a mm-hmm. little screenshot. I'm not like saying that. steal what they did, but it can you can use it for inspiration. You can use it, you know, or something that I need to be reminded to do. I'll screenshot it and I'll put it in a special folder on my phone. So whether it is, you know, and another great idea um, is that what sometimes what I use screenshots for are testimonials. So oh, yeah. you know, I you know I am way past the you know. Can I get a written testimonial, please? Sometimes I last stop. But I don't ask my clients for a full written testimonials all the time. Sometimes I do if I need, you know, for special situations. But for the most part, you know, I, you know, my clients are very engaging. My account members are very engaging. And I know what they think because they're sending it to me in the DMs or they're posting it on Facebook or they're sending me an email. I screenshotted some, an email that I got yesterday that I sent to you, Corinne, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, from an email that I got from a client who was so amazing that I screenshotted that. And so, and and she had nice things to say. And so what I do is I screenshot these and I put them in a folder called testimonials, right? And so whether it's Facebook, in the DMs or email or wherever I see something nice that they've said about what we've been working on together, I screenshot it. I save it on my phone under testimonials folder and I can easily just access that. I can, you know, edit it. I can crop it. I can do what I need to do and I can post that anywhere. And personally, I believe those are more effective than a written testimonial because a written testimonial you can create yourself. No one really knows those right so when I screenshot someone's Instagram handle or a Facebook handle and they see that a real person wrote this on Facebook and guess what if they want to they can go to the Facebook page or group and see that comment it's a real comment right so when I put that out there I believe it's more authentic than um than a written testimonial written testimonials they do don't get me wrong they do serve their purposes Yep. They do. And I do have some of those on my website. So I am not against them, but I am so in love with the screenshot method. Um, and we are completely digressing again because we get so passionate about this stuff. Good idea. It's a great idea. All right. So perfect. All right. Awesome. So uh, I hope that listeners that you have had some great ideas come to you. I hope you're not listening to this in the shower because (laughs) if if you are, or if you're driving, I can promise you that you're going to have to come back and listen to this to write down all these great ideas uh, and next time you do, make sure you either one have a pattern pen, pattern pen with you, or more importantly, the best thing to do is to type it up in Trello or a Word <laughs> yes. document or the notes on your phone. Yes, yes. Okay, awesome. Any last words or advice before we go, Corinne? I would just say you've got to be honest with yourself about who you are and what works best for you. The best system is the one that you will use. So don't try to force yourself to use someone else's system if you don't like it. But do figure out what are the best systems that will help me be more effective and productive. Find those things and get them in place, especially right now while you have the time. Oh, I 10x that. That That is sound advice. And where can people find you? You can go to my website, travelbizboss.com. Travelbizboss.com. And also on my handles are all at travelbizboss, yeah. And I'll put it all in the show notes, folks, in case you didn't catch that. It will be in the notes and uh, you'll find it there. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank Thank you you. for having me. So much fun. So much fun. All right. Bye, folks.